0: You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. Thank you for tuning into the show today. It is so nice to be here with you to dive into another conversation. In today's episode... I'm going to be diving into a topic that I recently spoke about on an Instagram live, but I wanted to share it here on the podcast too, in case you missed that live on Instagram or you don't follow me there, or in the instance that you may want to revisit this conversation in podcast format. It was a really powerful conversation. It seemed to resonate and land with many of you. So I felt it important to share again. The conversation that I'm going to be diving into is about boundaries, honoring yourself and overcoming people-pleasing and overcoming those patterns of people-pleasing that cause us to put other people before ourselves and not be able to implement boundaries. Before I dive into this really important conversation around boundaries and working through what stops us implementing boundaries, I have something really exciting to share with you. I think i would mentioned in a previous episode that i've been working on a new program behind the scenes i've been working on this all year and i'm finally ready to share more about it the program that i've been working on or should i say reworking is divine femme which is a program i released two years ago and was initially designed to support women with embodying their feminine energy deepening their self-love and stepping into their power However, as I reflected on the work that I've been doing with my one-on-one clients in my coaching program and what was really creating the deepest transformation for them, I realized there were some key pieces missing from this course. For a woman to truly come into her feminine power, it's not just about bringing on new practices and embodying new ways of being. None of that is helpful if she's still getting stuck in limiting patterns such as people-pleasing, Self-doubt, comparison, never feeling good enough, seeking external validation or love, worrying what others think, and not being able to trust herself. For a woman to truly embody her full radiance and wholeness, she needs to heal and release these patterns of her wounded feminine and her wounded inner child. And it's this deeper healing work that I saw was making the most radical changes for my clients, And so I decided to revisit Divine Femme and include this work of clearing limiting patterns and past programming before we focus on truly coming into your divine feminine power. And so Divine Femme is really beginning to take shape as a signature program that reflects the step-by-step process I use with my one-on-one clients to help them embody the fullness of their feminine power, radiance, and wholeness, and become magnetic to the relationships and life that they desire. So in the coming months, I'll be sharing a lot more about this program and actually opening up enrollments for this new upgraded version. However... Right now, I actually have something really special and unique to share with you. I'm running a very intimate VIP round of Divine Femme as a way to really validate and refine the methodology that I'm teaching and receive feedback on the coursework so I can make it as powerful and potent as possible. This VIP round is for a small group of women, so it will take a more group coaching format rather than an online course format. It will be at a lower discounted rate than the full price of the program. So if you are interested in being a part of this VIP intake of Divine Femme and snapping up one of these spots, either send me a DM on Instagram at Connie underscore Chapman or send me an email at Connie at Connie with the subject line Divine Femme VIP and I will send you through an information pack around what the program is going to involve. We are starting soon. As I said, there's limited spots. So please reach out to me ASAP if you are interested in being a part of this. So let's get into this conversation today, which, as I said, is a really important one. And it's important because I know there are a lot of women and perhaps even men out there who really struggle with boundaries. In fact, I put up a poll on my stories and over 75% of you said this is an area that you struggle with. And the real reason I'm feeling so inspired to talk about this is because I had some big stuff come up this week around boundaries for me personally, and it really was the catalyst for me to jump on an Instagram live and talk about it. In fact, on Friday morning, when I recorded the live, I had a lot of emotion come up that morning. I had some triggers go off around my own lack of boundaries, and I had some strong anger that came up around that. And on top of that, I've actually had over the past week three situations that I've manifested where I was feeling that my boundaries weren't being honored and where I felt that my time and energy wasn't being honored. And so it was because of this that it was coming up as such a strong issue. And I really wanted to dive into a conversation and talk about it. So we will continue to manifest the same pattern. The same situation over and over in our lives again and again until we take a look at it. When we notice the same thing coming up, it is life saying, take a look. There's something here for you in this. There's a lesson in this for you and you have some inner work to do. And, you know, the thing that I I so often struggle with, with boundaries, and perhaps you do as well, is that I just find it so easy to justify sometimes why it's okay to not have the boundaries, to just tolerate things that don't feel good and to not really honor my time and energy. And I have been pushing stuff under the rug for a long time, if I was honest, really justifying. It's fine. I'll be flexible. I'll be easygoing. I'll be accommodating. And this is so often what we do. And then on Friday, I literally snapped. I had something happen and I was like, that is it. And I absolutely lost it. And I had a lot of anger that I had to process. And I really had to sit with myself and be like, Connie, this is coming up repeatedly for you and you're being asked to look at it. So I'm being asked at the moment to look at my relationship to my own boundaries in my work and my business. But this also comes up in relationships a lot, and I remember having to do a lot around this in the early days of my current relationship. And I think I'm really being asked at the moment, and this is what you know, boundary infringements really ask us to look at, is self-honoring. Are we honoring ourselves? Are we seeing our value? Are we valuing ourselves and our energy and our time? And ultimately, the way that we honor ourselves is through our boundaries, through what we say yes and no to, through what we say to people, you know, this is what's okay for me and this is what's not. This is what I'm available for and this is what I'm not. This is how we do things here. This is what I'll take on and this is what I'll not. And so this first point I really want to bring up is that it's our responsibility It's our responsibility to set these boundaries and communicate them. And we really have to get clear first in ourselves, what are those boundaries for us? What are those things that I'm okay with and that I'm not okay with? And the things that I'll say yes to and the things that I want to say no to, perhaps in a relationship or in a work setting, where am I willing to compromise and what's non-negotiable for me? And this really is a big journey of tuning in to yourself and listening to yourself. And this is the biggest issue we're having because we're not taking the time to really listen to what our inner voice is saying and to how things are feeling, to how things are feeling in our body and to the impact things are having on us. And a lot of us as women are just so used to taking on so much. So we just keep saying yes we just keep saying it's okay don't worry about it it's fine I can do it I'll be accommodating I'll take it on and we're not listening to our body when our body says no too much I can't handle this anymore this is sacrificing my well-being this is impacting my health this is impacting my ability to give time to the things that are really important to me So it really takes the willingness to tune in and listen to how things are feeling in your body to you and what your inner guidance is telling you, what your body wisdom is telling you and to explore what it would really look like if you were to put yourself first and what you're needing and what you're wanting in a situation, if you were to prioritize that. One of the key issues that many of us have with boundaries, and this is something I recognized was going on for me, is that our boundaries are unspoken. We're not actually communicating them. They are sitting within us as unspoken expectations around how we think other people should show up in our lives, how we think other people should treat us, what we think are normal work hours, you know, in our job. Or what tasks we think we should and shouldn't be doing at work. What we want and need in our career. What is and isn't okay for our partner to be doing in a relationship. These desires and wants and needs are all being held as unspoken expectations rather than clear boundaries that we are communicating so we can let people know how to treat us. Because we teach people how to treat us. This is one of my points for later on, but I'm just going to drop it in now. We teach people how to treat us by what we say yes or no to, by what we are and aren't available for, by what we give our time and energy to, by what people can and can't get away with with us and what they can do with us. People pick up on this by our actions, and if we're not having a clear conversation to communicate actually what the boundaries are, people will just assume it based on what they see us take on and say yes to and accept. And this is going on in my business, and I had a really big wake-up call around this today And I had to have a talk to myself and I was like, Connie, you can't expect your clients to show up in a certain way for you and respect your time in this way. If you haven't actually clarified, this is what it would look like for you to respect my time. or this is how we do things in this dynamic or here's the procedures around how things happen and the processes of how I do things in my business. And because I've been holding things as unconscious expectations of what it would look like for someone to respect my time and energy, it keeps getting broken because it hasn't been clearly communicated. And then there's this resentment and then there's this anger and this frustration that comes. And I have an example of this from Married at First Sight that I was watching the other day and they had a couple up on the couch and the guy in the relationship was really upset because his partner had shared some private conversations that they'd had publicly with the group. And in his mind, those conversations were private and shouldn't have been shared. And therefore, it was a breach of his trust, whereas in her mind, through her perspective, She thought, well, if these conversations are important for other people in the group to hear, then they should be shared. And the experts sat with a couple and they said, have you guys spoken at all about boundaries? Have you spoken about what the boundaries are in your relationship? And they kind of looked at each other a little bit surprised and they were like, no, we haven't. Almost like they hadn't even thought about it. And the reason the guy had got upset was because he was holding an unspoken expectation around what trust looked like in the relationship and how she should honor his trust. But he hadn't communicated it and therefore she broke it. She broke his boundary because she didn't even know it existed. And so much of this and why this can be so difficult for many of us as women is because it requires us to speak up. It requires us to use our voice and stand up for ourselves and have courageous conversations in our relationships or our career where we say, no, this doesn't feel okay to me, or I'm sorry, I'm not available for that, or I'm sorry, I don't have time or capacity for that where we say, here's the process, here's the standard around how things are done here. Here's what honors me in a relationship around how someone acts or shows up, and here's what doesn't. And unless we're willing to have those difficult conversations and really clearly put those things in place, we can't expect that other people are going to honor those boundaries because they don't know they exist. So it's our responsibility to first have the conversation with ourselves To get clear in ourselves and really listen to our body and our inner guidance around what feels good to us and what doesn't, what feels right, what doesn't. And then to have the courage to have that conversation so that we can be treated how we deserve and receive what we truly desire in any dynamic. But sometimes even if you clarify all of that, there are still things that stop you implementing boundaries. And so I want to talk about that now. First of all, boundaries really require us to love ourselves, to love ourselves so deeply that we will really respect our time and energy. We respect ourselves enough that we'll put ourselves first. We see ourselves as a priority and as worthy of being a priority. We see our wants and needs as just as important, if not more important than someone else's. And so the reason so often that we're not implementing boundaries is because we're putting other people's feelings before our own. It's people-pleasing. We think to ourselves, I don't want to be an inconvenience. I don't want to be difficult. I don't want them to think negatively of me. I don't want to burden them. If I say no, they might get upset. They might be disappointed. They might think I'm selfish. They might like me less. They might pull away If I say no, my boss may not be happy with me and I may not get that pay rise or that promotion. I may even lose my job. If I speak up in my relationship, my partner might have a reaction to that and pull away from me. And so I recognized this was going on for me. And I really want you to feel into what is it that stops you putting in place the boundaries that you want that will really honor you. And I really had to take a look at this in myself because I recognized I didn't want to be an inconvenience. I didn't want to make things more difficult for my clients. I wanted to be good and I wanted to be nice. And so many women that I work with are beautiful, big hearted, caring, empathic, generous, giving women. And so many of us just want to keep giving. We just want to make everyone happy. We just want to ensure everyone else's needs are met. But in the process, we're denying our own needs. And in the process, we're putting someone else's happiness before our own. And when we're not wanting to burden someone else, instead, we're saying, "Okay, I'll take that burden and I'll put it on my shoulders and I'll carry it so you don't have to carry it. And it takes a massive, massive toll on us. And I recognized in myself, and you know, you need to have a really honest look at this and talk with yourself around it. I had to recognize that I didn't want to be difficult. I didn't want to have a negative impact on my clients and have them experience a challenge. So I thought, okay, I'll be misaccommodating. I'll be super easy. I'll be flexible. I'll be the yes girl. And I'll say, sure, we can do that. No problem. But in doing that, the only person who suffers is me. And so self-forgiveness in this is really important because we all do it. And when we see ourselves doing it, it can actually really erode how we feel about ourselves. And when we see ourselves being unable to put ourselves first and speak up and show love and respect for ourselves, it literally eats away at us. And it really hit me on Friday when I got triggered and I got really angry and I felt so much anger at myself. For all of the times that I had denied and diminished myself and my needs in order to make people happy and in order to not ruffle feathers and not be difficult or be in inconvenience in some way. But then all this anger, it festers and it ends up getting directed at us through self-loathing and self-judgment. So self-forgiveness is huge because we all have done this. And we need to practice forgiving and loving ourselves when we notice that we've done it. And so let's talk about how do we actually say no or speak up or put in the boundaries when we're so afraid of upsetting or inconveniencing someone else. Well, one of the aspects of this goes back to what I said at the start, which is actually around the willingness to feel and sit with yourself. So the tendency I see particularly with saying yes or no to things is that we're just moving through our day we're moving through things so quickly that we're just saying yes or no really quickly we're making quick decisions and quick commitments and we're not actually pausing to ask ourselves how does this feel how does this feel to me how does this feel in my body what do I want to do if I sit with saying yes how does this feel If I sit with saying no, how does this feel? Actually slowing down enough to find out what you truly want in the situation. And so at some point, there's got to be the willingness to be uncomfortable because a lot of the time what's stopping us doing this is we don't want to sit with the discomfort or the guilt that might come with listening to our own personal truth. We don't want to sit with the discomfort or the fear that we're going to upset someone or the discomfort and the heaviness of the repercussions of our choices. So we have to be willing to face and feel the discomfort that might arise from putting ourselves first, particularly if it goes against everything that we know about ourselves and about what we think the right thing is to do. Because the way you're living now is all based on what was modelled to you and what was taught to you at a younger age around what was the right and wrong thing to do. I mean, for me, I never saw boundaries modelled by my mum. I've never seen my mum put in a boundary. Everything has always been about putting other people first, making other people happy and sacrificing herself for others. And so if that's what you've learnt and that's what you learnt was what you do, going against that is going to feel uncomfortable. So we've got to be willing to sit in the discomfort of that and be willing to feel and face rather than running from it and avoiding it by putting everyone else first. We have to really examine these patterns of people-pleasing that have been set up throughout our lives and really take some time to witness what's stopping us being able to honour ourselves. What is the belief that we hold? What is the inner story? you know, for me, if I was to really tune in and just sit with it, I think there's a fear of having people pull away from me, like losing love. Probably if I'm really honest, I think about being difficult, um, you know, people seeing me like I'm not nice, I'm not accommodating, and then wanting to distance themselves from me and taking their love away from me. But see, rather than just having that belief around your life, you actually need to examine that belief and say, okay, I have this story about myself and about life that's stopping me being able to prioritize myself and put myself first, and I need to look at this. Where did I pick this up? Who did I model this from? Where did this get programmed into me? And breaking out of this is going to be uncomfortable simply because it's foreign to do things in a different way. So we have to have the courage to sit in the discomfort Or the fear of following our truth and breaking out of this old way of doing things. And perhaps even tune back into our inner child and really see what she learned about herself, what she learned about her worth and her value, what she experienced around getting her own wants and needs met, what she learned about making other people happy in her life and when she began to put other people's happiness before her own Because at the moment, the pattern that we're running in in this is self-abandonment and self-rejection. In choosing to make someone else happy, you're rejecting yourself. A lot of us carry wounds around not feeling loved in the way we wanted, being abandoned or being rejected in some way. But the patterns we're actually running right now is self-abandonment and self-rejection. In choosing to make someone else happy, you're actually rejecting yourself in that situation. You're still experiencing rejection. It's just a rejection of self rather than a rejection from someone else. With self-abandonment, you know, we abandon our own desires and needs to be the rescuer for someone else. And what's funny is we're so afraid to be abandoned by others. So we try to be so nice and good and accommodating and keep them happy. But we're still experiencing an abandonment, an abandonment of self. And until we dig deeper to face this and stop running from these patterns and slow down enough to witness what is driving it, it will never change. So as I mentioned earlier, the reason I'm talking about this is because I had a massive wake up call about it today because I got so triggered and there was so much anger and so much heartbreak towards myself because I've been denying myself for so long and so much anger and heartbreak for putting everyone else before me. And sometimes we just need to reach these breaking points that snap us out of it and force us to create change. And so ultimately, this really is about self-love. And maybe there's a call here for some deeper self-love work that needs to happen where you really need to begin to value yourself enough that you believe you're worthy of being put first, where you believe you deserve to be the priority. You deserve to have your needs met, you deserve to have your time honored, you might actually like need to look at your relationship with yourself around this and how you see yourself and really up the standard and up the level to which you see yourself and how you feel about yourself. And I want to talk for a minute here about anger because anger and resentment can really build up when we're not honoring ourselves and honoring our boundaries. And it starts small and we sweep it under the rug and we justify, you know, it's not a big deal. I'm fine. I can handle it. Don't worry about it. But then we snap. And we either build up so much resentment that we can just want to become ice cold to someone and pull away from them and cut them out of our lives. Or maybe we end up having to quit our job because we just can't handle the workload because we're constantly getting sick. Or maybe we have an explosive outburst of anger because we're so frustrated and there's all this built up resentment that comes from constantly denying our own needs You know, so it can really damage relationships and you can end up having explosive outbursts in your relationships, which is just this buildup of festering energy. You know, the other thing that can happen too is we can suppress and repress the anger because we don't feel like we have the right to feel it or are afraid to feel it or express it. And it stays stuck in us, like repressed, like this pervasive heaviness that never goes away. And from my experience, repressed anger can really lead to feelings of depression because it's a total denial of our power and of ourselves. And on this point, I just have to say that anger, particularly for us as women, is such an important emotion for us to feel. So many women really struggle to feel and honor their anger. They see it as wrong. They see it as um, out of control. I shouldn't be angry. I should sweet and nice and polite but I want to tell you beautiful woman your anger is so powerful and this isn't about you know being angry at people but it's about 100% honoring your own anger because if anger and rage come up this is your body talking to you this is your inner guidance saying something's not right here I'm not being honored I'm not being respected there's a pain And anger is a power emotion. So anger will actually really help catapult you into your power. And so if it's there, really feel it, really honor it, and get really honest. What am I angry about? And let yourself process it. The other day, when my anger came up, I cried, and I screamed, and I hit pillows, and I got that anger out. I processed it. I didn't want to deny it anymore because that was making it so much worse. So your anger is really important to pay attention to because your anger is a sign. It's an indication that something's out of alignment. And when anger does come up, do your best to not just throw it onto people. I know that's easy to do. Find ways to process it and listen to it yourself. And like I said, it can really be transmuted into power. And that's what I found when I jumped on the Instagram live the other day. If you watch the video, I felt so clear and so strong and so powerful because I had channeled my anger into power. So you can turn anger into a powerful catalyst to create change if you listen to it and honor it. But if you keep pushing it down, saying I shouldn't be feeling this or I feel guilty that I'm feeling this and I don't want to make anyone else wrong. You're never going to be able to move through it. Your emotions are messengers for you. A lot of us have been taught to not feel and honor the fullness of our emotion because we think we're too much. We're overreacting. We're crazy, whatever it is. But it's your body trying to communicate to you because emotions are messengers. So you need to listen when it's telling you something isn't right. All right, the final couple of points I just want to touch on here. First of all, when it comes to implementing boundaries, that's actually our inner masculine that we're drawing on. So if you're aware of masculine feminine energies and this is something you're working on, you'll hear me talk about it in some of my past podcast episodes. What we need to recognize is that for us as women, our feminine energy is a gift, my darling Your energy is a gift. It is a precious, beautiful gift for people to come in contact with and feel and be around. To be able to receive your radiance, your generosity, your nurturing heart, your love. Yeah, it's a gift. But because women care so deeply, we just want to give and we just want to give and we just want to give. And we just want to keep everyone else happy. And so if we're only operating from our feminine, particularly if it's a wounded feminine that is learnt she needs to give in order to be loved, you're going to keep overgiving and you're going to be radically depleting that feminine energy within you. So we actually have to bring in our inner masculine. And our inner masculine is the part of us we draw on to protect and honor our inner feminine. And your inner masculine is that clarity, that decisiveness, that discernment, that willingness to put in the boundary. It's the fierceness to say yes or no. It's the container that holds and supports the feminine energy. It's like a boundary around her that protects and honors her. Because without that, feminine energy just goes everywhere. And it's it's going to get leaky and it's going to get depleted. So I've been doing a lot of work this year on cultivating my inner masculine. It's something I want to talk more on this podcast about soon. Really cultivating my divine conscious masculine, which is a clear and grounded energy. It's a leadership energy. It's decisive. It's unemotional in making decisions. Just like do this, do that. Say yes, say no. Not all the emotion and guilt that the feminine feels. And the inner masculine within you just cuts through all of that. So we need to tap into that part of ourselves and say, I love you enough that I'm going to protect your energy and I'm going to put boundaries in place. A small way that I actually work with this and feel free to take it on if you want is I actually imagine like an inner man. Like energetically, I just bring to mind the energy of a man and it's like he's my protector. He is an energy within me that honors and protects My feminine, he's clear, discerning, neutral, and decisive. And so I actually sometimes imagine bringing him in when I'm trying to make a decision and getting his perspective and support and actually just feeling the presence of this beautiful masculine energy inside of me that I can draw on to honor and protect my feminine. And the final thing I want to share here is just a repeat of what I said earlier around we teach people how to treat us. We teach others what they can and can't get away with with us in our lives. We teach people what to put on our plate and whatnot. We teach people how they need to show up in relationship to us. And the reason it's so important for us to do this work around honoring ourselves and our boundaries is because we also teach other people how to do it for themselves. When we are an example of self-love and self-worth and self-honoring, we are modeling to other people how to do the same. It inspires them to do the same. It shows them, oh, this is what self-respect looks like. Oh, this is what self-worth looks like. Maybe I need to take a look at this in my own life. And yes, they may have a reaction first because they're not used to it. And they think to themselves, this person used to always say yes. They used to be so nice. Why are they being so difficult? Why are they saying no? And if they have a reaction, that's their stuff. That's not your responsibility. But what you need to do is consistently model self-respect, self-worth, and self-love. It will inspire them to do the same. And you will also have that mirrored back to you in how people treat you. And the biggest realization I had, and this is a bit of a humble realization, is that I recognized that in the various situations where I'm manifesting people who are not honoring my boundaries is all because they're not able to honor their own boundaries. And it's having a knock on effect with me. So I am doing my clients a disservice by not showing up and holding a standard of boundaries and holding a standard of how we treat each other. And setting a standard for what I desire to receive and calling them to a higher standard in their life too. So it's my responsibility to show up and be an example of that. And the more that I embody that and the less available I am for what's out of alignment with that, the more I will inspire other people to do the same. So I just really wanted to show up in a space of being quite real and quite raw and quite honest not saying, hey, I'm someone who's perfect at boundaries and I've mastered it, but saying I've got some big lessons coming up around this and I'm willing to do the work around it. I'm willing to face it and I'm willing to be an example for all of you who are struggling with this as well. And look, to be honest, I have my own fear around implementing the boundaries that I'm being called to to implement and it's not necessarily going to be easy. And It might feel uncomfortable and it might inconvenience other people, but you have to get to a place where you choose and you say to yourself, you know what? I want to live in the fullness of who I am. I want to experience my expansion. I want to elevate my life. I want to feel a higher sense of self-worth. I deserve more. I want to receive more. I want to feel my power. And that is more important to me than anything else. So it's going to be uncomfortable. We will probably have fear come up. I personally, as I said, have my own stuff coming up. But we've just got to be willing to sit with that discomfort and listen for our inner truth rather than our learned programming and follow that above all else. And this really, like I said, is about self-love. And self-love is not just like all these sweet little self-care practices that we do. It is a fierce devotion to self above all else whereas women we get a little bit selfish and it may sound a bit self-absorbed we may question can I really do that but we've got to get really honest around the repercussions if we don't do it because it's going to impact every area of your life and impact your ability to really show up the way you want and receive what you want in every area of your life and over time it really diminishes your self-esteem So this is a powerful invitation for you, my love, to find the courage to take a look at this area of boundaries and the patterns of people pleasing, how this is playing out in your life, how you more deeply want to honor and value yourself and start to make some courageous changes. I hope you have enjoyed this episode today. I really enjoyed actually having this conversation again because it felt so powerful and potent when it came through. So I'm glad I've had the chance to come on and now share it again so that people who listen to the podcast, who don't follow me on Instagram can gain value from this conversation today. Thank you so much for being tuned in to this episode of Awaken Radio today. Make sure you are subscribed so you never miss an episode. Subscribe on your podcast app. And I also love when I receive your written reviews. So if you have some words about the show that you want to share, I would love to hear that. Share this episode. Tag me on Instagram at Connie Chapman, And then I can reshare it to my stories for you. And pass it on to a friend if you know someone who would gain value from this conversation. Thank you so much for being tuned in to Awaken Radio today. And I look forward to talking to you again next time.